America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. It's the season of giving, the time of year when people tend to become more generous. Well, thank goodness people are generous toward Lincoln's parks month after month, year after year, even decade after decade. City Parks and Rec Director Lynn Johnson joins me for Lincoln Live this morning to talk about a few of the many gifts that people have given to Lincoln Parks over the years. Merry Christmas, Lynn. Merry Christmas, Dale. Good morning. Mayor Gaylord Bayard mentioned Tuesday that Men's Health Magazine just named Lincoln the happiest city in the country. And you can pat yourself on the back this morning for some of that notoriety because a large part of any community's happiness comes from parks and trails. And Lincoln has miles and miles of both. That is absolutely true. And I would say that it's really the generosity of the community, generation after generation, that has really built the system that that now serves the community today. Let's start with a Christmas time gift back in 1928. Yeah, in 1928, the city got word of a significant gift that would become Pioneers Park. Um, the initial 600 acres of the park was given by Mr. and Mrs. John Harris in honor of Mr. Harris's parents, who were, were pioneers in Nebraska. Um, the deed was accepted on January 13, 1929, and Pioneers Park then was dedicated uh, in 1930. And people may know that that beautiful bronze uh, bison statue that's at the east entrance of the park uh, was also a gift from the Harris family. And a little bit of Lincoln trivia, the Harris overpass is actually named for Mr. and Mrs. Harris in recognition of that gift of Pioneers Park. Now, Lynn, I did not know that. I also did not know anything about W.T. Ald. Now, that name is familiar to many in Lincoln because of the Ald Pavilion in Antelope Park. How did he contribute to the city's parks and recreational system? It's, a, it's an interesting story because my understanding is that Mr. Ald was a banker for a short period of time in Lincoln, only a few years. But during that period of time, he gave the funds that were used to build Ald Pavilion. And I think as many people know, for more than a century, that's been the place where people have danced and they've gathered. And there's been a variety of celebrations and events in that building. Um, that beautiful wooden floor that is original to the building has been sanded down so many times that it's time to replace it. So we're actually going to be replacing that wooden dance floor in the building early next June. Much of Lincoln's public art collection is in Lincoln's parks. Uh, pick out a few and tell us about them this morning. Yeah, probably the most recent gift, Dale, um, is a gift that came from uh, Jane and Kai Roman. They had a piece in their collection titled Nautilus. Uh, the artist is Rico Eastman. And people may, may know that, uh, that Kai passed away a couple of years ago. And after he passed, Jane wanted to make a gift of a piece of sculpture that they actually had on a piece of property that they have in, or had in, or have in central Nebraska. And they, they gifted Nautilus to the city, and we installed it in Union Plaza at the intersection of uh, 21st and P Street earlier this year. And it's a beautiful piece of sculpture and a great addition to both the collection and to, to Union Plaza. 
And I love the fact that Lincoln Parks and Rec, Lincoln as a city and Parks and Rec as a department, isn't so big that you don't listen to citizens and even children living in the city. We had about three years ago, we got a wonderful letter from then a second grader. His name's Simon, and he lives near Bishop Heights Park. And there had been a world, kind of one of the old merry-go-rounds that had been in the playground in that park, and it had gotten to the point that it needed to be replaced, and we had taken it out. And Simon wrote a letter saying that he knew that there was a gap in that park, and he wanted to do some fundraising uh, to, to replace some play equipment there for his brothers and for his friends. And he engaged, even as a second grader and then into third grade, in a significant fundraising effort, and ultimately it resulted in a brand-new tire swing, a new what today would be a teeter-totter. They're a little different than they used to be a bike rack and some trees in that park. And we celebrated with Simon um, the installation of that in 2018. And since that time, um, there were there were some uh, some Girl Scouts that are in his class that were inspired by his work. And they've actually been working on a similar fundraising effort for the playground uh, in Antelope Park South, just north of Sheridan Boulevard. So um, amazing story. And, and Simon... <laughs> He's an inspirational kid, absolutely. I know uh, Kansas City is known for its many fountains and water features, but Lincoln has its fair share. And we do have some beautiful fountains in Lincoln, and, and many of those, or most of those, have been supported by generous gifts from people. Um, Stransky Park is a beautiful park that's located at the 17th and Harrison Streets. And if people have visited that park, they know that there's a waterfall fountain in that park. Um, that park, or the improvements of that park, and actually the gift of the elk sculpture that's at the north entrance to Pioneer Park were a gift from Leonard and Angeline Stransky. Uh, they committed to that gift back in 1994, and actually the improvements weren't made until after, after Leonard had passed away. Uh, and people who know Lincoln may know that uh, Leonard and Angeline owned IGA Foodliner grocery stores at 13th and K Streets and a second one at 33rd and B Streets. And while we're on the subject of water, you and I have had a number of conversations about Cascade Fountain, the renovation project going on there. Teacher's Fountain, people might know it, at uh, 27th and Capitol Parkway. Absolutely. Uh, another kind of Christmas time gift. About a year ago, the Parks Foundation got notice of, of an estate gift um, from a gentleman who had lived just south of Woods Park. And... Um, his name was Lee Unland, and the timing is coincidental because we were about to start the fundraising effort for that park. We got this notice ahead of that, and Mr. Unland, um, he did not have any remaining family, uh, but his father had been a teacher in the Lincoln Public School System, and he wanted to recognize um, his father and for being an educator, and he provided a, a significant bequest uh, as part of his estate that would be used for renovation of Cascade Fountain. And so uh, another one of the, the wonderful park angels who have supported Lincoln's parks for so many years. And while we're on the subject of Cascade Fountain and the renovation project, uh, bring us up to date on the ability for people to honor an educator. Yeah, we actually, we originally anticipated that we would end the um, the, the, the honor roll program, the opportunity for people to recognize or recognize educators uh, with inscribed bricks at the end of this calendar year, we're actually delaying construction because of COVID and, and some other reasons. 
And so we're going to continue um, accepting uh, requests for uh, inscribed papers to recognize educators, teachers, everywhere from preschool all the way up through university level through next spring. So if people want to recognize a teacher, an educator, somebody who's been significant in their life, they can certainly still do that. And they can go to the Lincoln Parks, website, Lincoln Parks Foundation website at lincolnparks.org and get information about how to sponsor an inscribed paper. And then we will put all of those in the new plaza that will be just south of the renovated fountain uh, next fall. And then there'll be a, a, a big celebration in the spring of 2022. And talk about one more fountain feature, if you would, Lynn, uh, the Artesian Fountain downtown near what used to be the City Hall at 10th and O. Yeah, exactly, downtown. There was uh, a fountain there that it was actually an artesian well fountain, so it flowed based on the, the hydraulic pressure of the groundwater, and it was salty uh, because of obviously Lincoln being developed in a salt basin, and some people believed that it had medicinal properties, and so people would collect that water and they would drink it to address um, some condition that they may have. It got moved a couple of times um, with the development of the blocks. Old City Hall got constructed, and then a post office, and then the post office was expanded. Today, that post office building is the old federal building. And during that last phase of the expansion of the post office, that fountain got capped off. Um, but we knew the history of that fountain, and we wanted to celebrate it. And so when we were developing the plans for what today is Government Square at 10th and O Street, we wanted to recognize that historic fountain. And we received a generous gift from the Ackley family, who were celebrating Dwayne and uh, Phyllis Ackley's 50th anniversary that year. And so that beautiful fountain there is a gift to the community. And it's got another title, Lincoln's History, the, uh, the Corn Maiden um, uh, bias reliefs on, on the face of that fountain are actually copies of those that used to be at the, the historic Cornhusker Hotel. Well, let's end where we began with Men's Health Magazine naming Lincoln as one of the happiest cities in the country. And I know from having family members uh, visiting here in Lincoln, Lynn, that come from other parts of the country, the latest being Atlanta, Georgia, they they just marvel. They have two small kids, two and four, my grandkids. And they go to as many parks as they can, even with the snow. They go to the park over by Eastridge, Taylor Meadows, Taylor Park. Yeah, and, exactly. And they take advantage of the bridges and the, the scenery and watching foxes when they come out from their hiding places. And they just marvel at Lincoln's parks. So kudos. Hopefully you hear that or heard that in 2020, and we'll continue to hear that uh, during your time as City Parks and Rec Director. Dale, I appreciate that, and I want to want to reflect again that really, as I say, Lincoln's Parks has been built, the Lincoln's Park system has been built genera generation by generation by very generous and dedicated communities. So um, that recognition by Men's Health Magazine is really a recognition of the community and its commitment to a wonderful park and trail system. Lynn, thank you for 2020 and uh, joining me every month, and let's keep doing it in 2021, okay? Dale, it's great to talk to you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you, too. Lynn Johnson, City Parks and Recreation Director, with me today on Lincoln Live.